back inside the CKDJ studios right here for a podcast or dinner cast, lunch cast only special. This is the first edition of Shooting the Shit with Skews and Scully. SWSS. No, I'm not going to say what I was just about to say. Anyways, so this is going to be a special podcast only, kind of like a special audio thing for our podcast only listeners. John, what are we going to be talking about today? Well... One of the things we're going to go over is what we think is going on with The Undertaker and Shawn Michaels. Because they're going to trip Triple H and Undertaker having a match soon. We had a segment last week on Raw where we saw a very interesting Shawn Michaels kind of teasing almost coming out of retirement. So I'm thinking, you know what I'm thinking, Scully? WrestleMania 35, Undertaker, Shawn Michaels, go. I would agree with that. No. Yeah. I would like to see something with Sean involved uh, in October at Super Showdown on the 6th. But it really all depends on how they book um, how they book the actual match between Taker and uh, Triple H there. So what are you saying? Are you saying that you have an outcome for if Triple H goes over and an outcome for if The Undertaker goes over? Or you just have one idea? Or do you have two ideas? Well, I mean, we're wrestling with ideas, but at the same time, um, it, I mean, I don't really have ideas if either of them go over necessarily, but the first idea that I would have, if Triple H, let's say hypothetically, if Triple H wins, which, spoiler alert, he probably won't, hopefully he won't, um, Triple H wins, then that leads to a one-time DX reunion between Triple H and Shawn Michaels against the Brothers of Destruction at Mania 35. Cool. Tag but, team. Yeah. Uh, but if uh, Taker wins, which he probably will, I would go off on a limb and say that it's going to be Taker versus Shawn Michaels without being announced that it's a double retirement match. Yeah, that was the vibes I was getting. I think there's going to be a double retirement, whereas Undertaker is going to be retired by Shawn Michaels. But at the same time, Shawn Michaels is only back for however many matches that he says he's back for and his last one's with The Undertaker. Right. Now, say he wrestles before WrestleMania 35. That's where we're going to get all of those Shawn Michaels quote-unquote dream matches, where they're going to happen. I don't know if they're going to be as good as they are in our head, but you know what I'm talking about. We're talking about Shawn Michaels versus Seth Rollins, Shawn Michaels versus Dolph Ziggler, Shawn Michaels versus, oh, who's the guy everybody wants him to wrestle? AJ Styles. If you had to pick one of those. AJ Styles. Where do you book that? Royal Rumble. Yeah. I don't think like a... AJ's winning the Rumble this year. No. I don't think Shawn well, Michaels why would he? is winning He's the already Rumble. WWE champion. Well, I mean, if he loses his belt, even if he lost his belt, I don't think that he'd be in the Royal Rumble er, to win it. Yeah. So I think that that's a good bet for Royal Rumble anyways, because you're going to have a packed house. If you do it in Texas, I don't know where it is this year, but if you do it in Texas, huge draw. Do it in Georgia, Atlanta, huge draw. North Carolina. Well, maybe Greensboro. not. Maybe not right away. No. I don't know. I'd like to see something like an old school, because I was watching, I've been watching a lot of NXT as of late, and I can't remember who it was on Twitter, but someone had said that it's sort of like an old school, I think it was Stone Cold actually, that it said NXT was like a throwback. It was Stone Cold that said It was Stone Cold that said it was like a throwback, but with modern. They said that it was a throwback to classic era wrestling, and the commentators didn't have to explain the stories to you. You understood them. 
Right. Like you knew what was going on in NXT. So basically, Which, take that Raw and SmackDown. Like, ouch. Well, I mean, that's basically just putting more Ronaldo over Michael Cole. Well, it's more than that. It's putting over the NXT booking team over the Raw and SmackDown booking team, and it's putting it's putting Triple H over McMahon, which most Ouch. people. Well, I mean, really. But then again, look at Stone Cold. He's never liked Vince McMahon. No, <laughs> no, eh? Uh, something else that just happened this past week: Ric Flair got married. Woo! For not the first time, not the second time, not the third time, not the fourth time, but the. Fifth time. So would you say that he was married five times? Five, five times, times. Five, five times, times. Five times. Five times. Five times. Five times. Yep. And you know who was in attendance there was Undertaker and Michelle McCool. Well, of course Undertaker's going to be there. Ric Flair is his buddy. I can't see that. Well, I don't I know don't... why. Well, see, now all I'm picturing is their characters on Camp WWE. <laughs> yeah, and they're sitting at a bar. You've got... But it's, it's not like Camp WWE. It's you come into a bar and you see... One robe sitting next to a black trench coat and hat. You just see that. And their back's turned. They're having a drink. That's what you would see mm-hmm. if they were at a bar. I don't yeah. know why we're talking about Ric Flair at a bar. Because everybody knows nothing good happens after Ric Flair goes to the bar. Woo! But as my buddy said, looks like Ric Flair is trying his hand at a new woo-lationship. Cricket. That, yeah. Pause for crickets. <laughs> Pause for crickets. Meh. Nah. I don't know. This is interesting. I like. Th- I, I kind of like this format where we're just talking fucking whatever. Yo, speaking of talking whatever, why don't we talk to the list? Who almost choked on my chicken. Oh, God. Please, please edit that out. It's not getting edited out. Nothing's so, being edited here. This is a la raw 93. This is uncooked, uncut, and uncensored. But we are hoping that our chicken is both cooked and cut properly. Maybe not censored. But what I'm thinking of here is you sent me a match involving my favorite Impact Superstar that is coming up soon. And I can't remember who the other guy is, so you're going to tell me who it is, and I'm going to tell you how excited I am to see this. I believe it was a show happening in the States somewhere. No, it's happening in Ontario somewhere. Is it? I think it, I thought it was happening in like Fort Erie or something like that. Now, we have to probably mention at this point who your favorite Impact Superstar is. My favorite current Impact Superstar is not one that many would have as their favorite. No, it's not Eli Drake. It's not Johnny Impact. It's Falla Ba. There's just something about Falla Ba that I just really want to see what they're doing with and follow his career. See if he goes to the WWE and gets a bootleg Yokozuna thing. See if he goes to New Japan and just like runs people over. I'm really curious to follow the career of Falla Ba. Now... Here's something that I'm interested in, especially here. Falaba, for those of you guys who don't know, he's sort of like, he more Yokozuna. or less is Yokozuna, but 21st century. Exactly. He's, he wrestles in the same kind of ring gear almost that Yokozuna would have wrestled in. Right. And he doesn't wear boots. No. And he goes, bah! And that's all that he says. Bah? Bah? And it means different things. I was reading, there was, um... Something on Facebook. This isn't wrestling related at all here, by the way. There was something on Facebook where it was like, Samuel, uh, someone gives you 10 million bucks, but for every penny you spend, Samuel L. Jackson is right behind you going, motherfucker. And then, and then the subreddit or whatever it was. Said okay, like, so you're on the Impact booking team, and every time you book a match, Fala Ba is behind you, and he says, Ba? Right, but here's the thing. Are there different 
inflections and different ways that he says it meaning different things. Like, let's say you do something bad and he's all fucking bah! Like he's mad at you and all he's saying is bah, bah, bah. Or questioning, you go, bah? So what would it sound like if Fala Bah was imitating Doc Hendricks? Bah, bah, bah. <laughs> or uh, Joe Hendry. <laughs> bah, 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 bah. No, that wouldn't work. No. And Baba Black Sheep. Maybe Fala Ba is the black sheep of uh, of his the, family. Who knows? The Wyatt family. No, not the Wyatt family. Speaking of the Wyatt family, I heard a rumor the other day that they might be bringing back the Wyatt family. Yeah. Now, it's going to be interesting because Rowan is out with uh, whatever injury, but it's not actually an injury. Spoiler alert. He's, he's starring in a bunch of kung fu movies. He is? Yeah. Oh, I like that better than him being injured, and that's why I had to drop the title. Well, th- they're saying that he's injured, but... Oh, I thought he actually injured his arm at no. SummerSlam. Well, you had me fooled, WWE. He had it injured before SummerSlam. It was a torn tricep, or so they said. But, like, it's whatever. And that's why I thought that they were going to drop the titles at SummerSlam and not the SmackDown afterwards. Right. If you were to take... Moving on to something completely different. If you were to take two guys, any promotion, yeah, anywhere in the world, past or present, okay, for a match, who would you do it and why? Past? Well, if we're going back to the past, I'd like a past guy versus a guy from now to see what the two of them could do. I don't know. There's a lot of deceased superstars and old school guys that I'd like to see have a match, but... I think I want to see Val Venus versus Joey Ryan mm. off the top of my head right now. See two porn star gimmicks go head to head. Yeah. Because that'd be pretty cool. Uh, Candice LeRae versus Michelle McCool is another one that comes to mind. I wouldn't mind seeing, um, what's the name of that chicken impact? It's kind of, that just started. Uh, is she Japanese? No. Okay. Scarlet Bordeaux. Yeah. Scarlet Bordeaux versus Sunny. Yeah, but that'd be a terrible match. It's yeah, but it's the same gimmick. It's a it's a good character and a good gimmick, but it would be a terrible match. I don't know. Unless somehow you got tag teams involved. Mm-hmm. Here's another one. How about the hype bros versus the bro mans? Why the fuck do I feel like it like cause you know how have you heard of the fraternity? The indie tag team, the fraternity? I've heard of it. Yeah. Why do I feel like, if the Hype Bros and the Bromans were on the same promotion, if they, were, if they were both in WWE, let's say. If they were a stable. Vince would, yeah, if they were a stable, Vince would go, oh, good God, pal. Good they're God, both, pal. They're both from New, they're all from New York. Why am I sounding more like Howard Finkel? Yeah. Um, Fink, what are you doing here, pal? Well, I don't know, but I do know that if you were to put both the Bromans and, I'm sounding fucking like Goofy here. Fuck, man. Gosh. Gosh. Um, if yeah, you, you were to stable. put... What about that stable story? It'd be the fraternity. Call it the fraternity. I wouldn't call it the fraternity. I'd call it the clubbers. Because right. they, they all just... And that would be their vignettes. Is the, and have, them D- at the and club. have uh, Zima Ion as their manager? Sure. Sure. I'm trying to think, though. If you can't... Here's a question for you, Scully, since we're all over the place. If you had that four-man Survivor Series, the bromance is on one side. Who's on the other side? The bromance meaning the four guys? The four guys. I'm going to go something completely different here. 
Are we allowed to go past and present or just present-ish? Well, I'd like to say present-ish, seeing as they're both kind of present-ish, but if it's really good, I'll allow it. The frat boys or the clubbers or whatever the fuck versus OVE and Terry Funk. OVE and Terry Funk. Yeah, I think I can, Well, Terry Funk is kind of still wrestling. I mean, he isn't, but he was. Yeah. Like, he wrestled not that long ago, so I'd allow that. Even though, hopefully Or OVE and, like... Sabu, the Sandman, anybody like that. Well, nah. It'd have to be somebody who's, like, more of a deathmatch guy. Abdullah the Butcher? No, fuck, man, no. <laughs> We're not talking about the guy who gave Hannibal AIDS, or Hep C, I'm sorry, Hannibal, I'm sorry. Sorry, Hannibal. <laughs> um, which he was actually just recently cured of. So, WWE, the guy that had Hep C eight years ago when you wanted to sign him, he's, got, he's not got Hep C anymore. Sign him. He's actually a pretty cool guy. Yeah, well... Seen him work a couple times. Yeah. Now, if you were to pick John, mm. moving on to something between the two of us and whoever the fuck is listening to this here, if you were to be a wrestler, like if you were a wrestler, yes, who would you want your Daniel Bryan moment match against? Well, which Daniel Bryan moment? Because there are many 30, Daniel Bryan. Many moments. a thirty. Okay, so if, and this is cookie cutter Daniel Bryan. I'm Daniel Bryan. And I'm being pushed down by the authority, and I need a match. Right. And in order to win that match, I get in. I no, 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 no. I'm just talking like, who do you want your getting finally over, like as over as you're probably ever going to be? Well, I don't think Daniel Bryan needed WrestleMania 30 to get over. But I know what you're saying, where that was the perfect way to end the night. So I'm thinking triple threat match. The odds are stacked against me, and I'm winning the title, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, first of all... They can be anywhere, too. I've, I've thought about this long and hard, haha, long and hard, that if I were to be a wrestler, my gimmick would kind of be one similar to not William, but Stephen Regal's real man's man gimmick. Because I'm a man, oh, I'm a man, because I'm a real, a real man's man. And that would kind of be my gimmick, and I think that if I had to... Have that gimmick. I think I'd be a face because obviously, if you're going over at WrestleMania 30 type situation, you'd be the face. Enough stalling. I think that I would beat a Roman Reigns because this is my mind. I'd like to beat Roman Reigns. And you know what? I'm just gonna not steal WrestleMania 30, but I'm gonna steal WrestleMania 31 with Roman and Brock, and do a Seth Rollins. Right. That would be interesting. I think that would be it. You'd let them fight it out for a while, and then Mr. Real Man... No, because now I'm a heel. I'm Mr. Real Man, but I'm not in the match the whole time. I'm coming in at the end, walking slowly you're with pulling my briefcase. You're pulling, you're pulling a Jerry Lawler Royal Rumble and hiding under the ring until shit hits No, I end. wouldn't hide under the ring. I'd, let pe I'd have a nice, grand WrestleMania entrance where I'm just casually... Or maybe I come to the ring on a forklift and put my briefcase on a pole. Yeah, you pull an Orange Cassidy or something like that. Yeah, or a Juice Newton. <laughs> Why? He's the U.S. champion, the IWGP U.S. champion. Juice Robinson? Oh, sorry, I said Juice Newton. Who the didn't fuck I? is Juice Newton? Juice Newton sings the song. Uh, Just call me Angel, call me Morning Angel. That's Juice Newton. Okay. There we go. We found the title for this episode. 
shooting the shit with with Juice Newton Scully. Episode one, Juice Juice Newton question mark. Juicy Newton versus Juice Robinson. Who you got? Go. Juice Robinson. Because he's a guy, and he's a wrestler, and he's probably older and more alive than Juice Newton. (laughs) Don't look it up. I don't think it's necessary. So, yeah. Juice Robinson is very much more alive than Juice Ro- er, Juice Newton. Yeah, I figured. I figured. It's an old song. I kind of had it in the back of my mind that I shouldn't have said that. Oh, you didn't say that. Tell me you didn't say that. What didn't I say? Oh, no, no. I was just saying I didn't say that, and then I remembered Booker T. Oh, Tell me you didn't just say that. You went full Saxton. Mm. Oh, another thing we can talk about. Go Re- ahead. Renee Young. The first ever full-time women's, women's announcer. announcer. Not even women's announcer. She, she's like, an not, announcer. Not a, she's the first ever full-time announcer that happens to be a woman. What are your thoughts on this? What do you think? Okay. If you were to take, let's have an announcer's battle royal. Ugh. Who comes out winning? Not Tony Schiavone. No. Here, here. Let me, let me, let me tell you who the people are. Oh, boy. Jim Ross, Jerry Lawler, Michael Cole, Jonathan Coachman, Byron Saxton, Mauro Naulu, Renee Young, Tony Schiavone, and just for the hell of it, Steve Mongo McMichael. It's in Memphis, and Jerry Lawler wins. Really? That's what I say. It happens in Memphis, and Jerry Lawler wins. Okay. Why is that? Because it's in Memphis, and he's the—he's not just the king. He's the Burger King. Burger King. Burger King. For our younger listeners, do you want to explain the Burger King? Uh, 1993 King of the Ring, I believe it was. The yeah, first, it was 93 because yeah, was I think Owen one. won in 94. Brett won one year, Owen won the next, and I think it was 94 that Owen won King of the Ring. Brett, did Brett win 93? Brett won the one year, and then Owen won the year after, and I think it was 94 the year that Owen won. I have a feeling. I'm not sure. We did a review of this earlier. What the fuck? Yeah, we did. Oh, while Scully is Googling things, I'd like to read out loud a conversation via text I had with a friend of mine. Now, for those of you who do not know, I have two cats. I have a big orange Maine Coon and a tiny off-size savanna. So they're both pretty wild, and they, they're they getting to know each other a little better, so they're starting to scrap. So this is how the conversation starts. Well, have I told you my cats have sort of a Macho Hogan, Stone Cold The Rock, or Flair Sting rivalry going on? And my buddy says, no, but I saw a bit of their feud. And so I said, well, this is what happened today. The big orange one is starting to fight back to the small, the new guy, causing them both to be heels as well as the faces. If this continues, when I move into my new house, it'll be Austin versus Hart, WrestleMania 13. And all I can do is watch and go, by God, by God. So we're talking about cats. And then my buddy says, the cat versus the cat. And I'm like, Ernie Ladd must be rolling in his grave, as well as our friend cat that we know. And then he said, what about, you mean like cat, like the king's ex-wife? I said, oh, I can't believe I forgot the cat. The cat and king connection. KKK, that's not good. And then I asked him, 
Did they ever do a KKK thing with Booker T on either brand? Like WCW or WWE? Did they ever do a racist thing with Booker T? Uh, I think so. And did it end with Booker T going, he didn't say that. Tell me he didn't just say that. Because that seems like something that writes itself. Yeah. And then... But then again... You're talking about Booker T in WCW. Okay. As a single superstar, after Harlem Heat disbanded, you have to take into account who the writer was at yep. that point in time. Yep. Russo, bro. Vince Russo and Common Sense are two things that do not go together. No, they do so not. So that would not have happened in WCW. I can tell you that for a fact. Or it happened and it was really bad and they just Eric Bischoff looked at the script and threw it in the garbage. Mm. Oh, we were talking about stables earlier. Reading down the text I had with my friend, we were talking about some fantasy stables. And I said, "What about Ultimo, he said, what about Ultimo Dragon, something, something, something about that Booker T thing we were talking about. I said, Ultimate Warrior, Ultimo Dragon, and Super Dragon? How is that for a stable? And he says, throw in Sting and the Great Muda, best stable in the world. <laughs> okay? And then he challenged me to come up with an opposing stable. Scully, what do you think my opposing stable is? And do you need a hint? Yeah, please, because... My hint is that it involves, in every way, Jim Cornette. Oh, fuck. And it does not involve Bodacious Bob and Bombastic Bart. It doesn't involve them, but it does involve Smoky Mountain. Oh, God. Go ahead. So, I'm calling my faction the Dairy Queen Order. Like, D-Q-O. Managed by Jim Cornette. It's the Thrill Seekers, Chris Jericho and Lance Storm, Jimmy Del Rey, and Tracy Smothers. And the only thing that I would add is that Ralphus from WCW is also in the stable, and he comes down to the ring eating a Wendy's Baconator, and once, just once when he's coming down to the ring eating a Wendy's Baconator, Terry Funk jumps him and freaks out. Because of the Terry Funk Wendy's commercial from the early 90s. In the first ever Operation Mindfuck match, <laughs> you've got whatever the fuck, or you've got the DQO versus, what the fuck was the this? The fantasy stable of Ultimate Warrior, Ultimo Dragoon, Super Dragon, Dragon <laughs> Super Dragon, Great Muda, and Sting versus Jim Cornette, Chris Jericho, Lance Storm, Jimmy Del Rey, Tracy Smothers with Ralphus at ringside. So Jim Cornette's in this match too? Jim Cornette is the manager of the stable. Right. Like, but, there's only four, but there's only four guys in the tag team then. Yeah, I guess somebody would have to sit out. Maybe Tracy Smothers or Jimmy Del Rey because they're not as big, as well known as Lance Storm and Chris Jericho and all them. Because they would definitely have to be in the match. That's fair. But... Yeah. Tracy Smothers is basically in the stable because he was driving the car at the time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was a... <sighs> That's like... 
that's fucking putting that's that's exactly like having Cedric Alexander in a match wrestling against fucking uh, j- uh I can't think of You fucked me over this much Scully Scully while you're fucked over are Buddy, we allowed I'm always... to do racially insensitive jokes on this show? Because I'm going to drop one anyways. Okay. And it's not that insensitive, but it could be. So okay. if you are offended, I apologize. Why do Japanese people eat with chopsticks, Colin? Oh, God. Why? Because Abdullah the Butcher came to the Tokyo Dome once, and they were scared of forks ever since. I wouldn't say that's racially insensitive. Well, you know, it's a little about Japanese people eating chopsticks. Yes, eating I know they have Japanese in Japan. Japanese people eating chopsticks? Eat with chopsticks. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I can understand that. That's going to be another soundbite later. Yeah? Yeah. Along with Marco's water buffalo thing that you guys haven't heard yet, but I'll probably edit that in here right now. Uh, while we're talking about what's on our heads, did you watch NXT yesterday, Colin? I did. Did you notice that on William Regal's desk, he had a velvet cushion with his brass knuckles on it? I did. That's classy. That is fucking... That I'm is... just waiting for him to put a fucking picture of the queen up somewhere in there, too. I'm sorry. But while I'm thinking about NXT, I want you to think about this. Oh, God. Heavy machinery. Raw tag team champions. Yes. Please. And do you know who I think that they should have their win the belts from? You know how I've been talking on the show about a 3MB reunion? Oh, fuck. Heavy Machinery beats 3MB. No. For Why no. not? If there's a team to beat, it's going to be a transitional team like the B team. And 3MB would be an excellent transitional team. You give all three of those guys a push by making them a stable and giving them the tag but team that's belts. That's just not good. And then when you split them up because you have gender and friends. Yep. Yep. Just kind of gonna generally sort of move it down so that no one can see. Burn it down. Burn it down like Seth Rollins in a fucking entrance. Yeah. I was about to say burn it down like Seth Rollins in a church, and then I remembered. No, that's his girlfriend there. Shriver? Is that is that her name? I think so. Yeah, she was at NXT. She's starting, I think. Is she? Yeah. You know who else is starting is uh, Simone Johnson. Oh yeah, is he like Samoa Joe? Simone Johnson. <laughs> ha. Simone Joe! <laughs> I thought you were going Scott Steiner for a second. No, Simone, Simone, Joe. Simone Johnson is The Rock's daughter, buddy. How old? Like 20, I think. Let me check. And is it NXT? No, it's the Performance Center. Isn't NXT the Performance Center? Not quite. Like Not like the TV show NXT, but Full Sail University. Not even. No, they have their... It's a separate building. Oh. Yep. So she's not even there. She's so she's coming um, up through the company then. Two thousand one. Oh my goodness, that's she's younger than me. Hold on, I gotta think. What was the Rock doing in two thousand? Let's find out. Royal Rumble. It was the Big Show actually won, but the Rock won the match anyways. Yep. Is she a Royal Rumble baby? Oh. Um, Did the Rock go home and celebrate? Good question. 98-99. Rock entered the Royal Rumble. It was one of the final two remaining. I know it was in August that she was born. August. So nine months from August. Yeah, so I guess. She's a Royal Rumble baby. January, February, March, April, May, June, July. 
August. So if she was a little bit premature, then maybe. She might be a Royal Rumble baby. She could also be a uh, if Raw we ever, SmackDown baby. If we ever get The Rock on the show, that's one of the questions that I have to ask him. Is your daughter a Royal Rumble baby? <laughs> and then he's going to look at me weird, and then I can't believe I said that to The Rock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> could you imagine the look we'd get? Are you kidding me? We'd be like, hello, everybody. Welcome to the Wrestling With Ideas. It does your I'm your host. It doesn't matter what your name is. Exactly what would happen. And then yeah. I'd be standing there, slack-jawed, while The Rock just laid the smack down on me verbally through the phone. Yeah. Now, we do have to... We're going to wrap things up in a couple minutes here as we have to go prep for the live radio show. We're live, pal. We, we are live! And for the thousands in attendance and the millions listening around the world. I'm disappointed. Why? Because you said millions, and you didn't pause and stop and say, And millions of The Rock's fans. No, I was doing Bruce Buffer. Yeah, but The Rock is better. <laughs> the, the, the Rock would probably do a better job ring announcing UFC than Bruce Buffer ever has. The Rock does a better job announcing his bowel movement than most people do their wedding vows. What would that, like, I just... Oh, I'm pretty sure if you go into the Attitude Era, he's done it. Rock wants to tell you people out here in Wisconsin, the millions and millions of the Rock's fans, that I just took a deuce. That's right. I didn't go number one. I went number two. And that's the bottom line. Because Stone Cold said so? No, that's not right. <laughs> Uh, what the head of the rock used to yeah that's how it was is like i just took a deuce i didn't go number one i went number two if you smell what the rock was cooking was cooking don't go in the bathroom give it a couple minutes it's like it's like that angle with it's like that angle with big show and eddie in the bathroom the bathroom angle the bathroom angle yeah kurt angle no not kurt angle Kurt what angle, angle do you think they're running with Kurt Angle? Kurt Angle's going to come back and wrestle somebody who isn't American. Alberto Del Rio. That's Alberto the... Del Rio, Kevin Owens, uh, Rusev. I wouldn't mind seeing Kevin Owens versus Kurt Angle, actually. Yeah, that could That'd be, be a be... sleeper fantasy pick right there. Kevin yeah. Owens, Kurt Angle. Mania 35? Well, I don't know. It, I don't think it'll actually happen. I just think he's going to wrestle a foreigner. Maybe gender. Oh, God, please not gender. <laughs> no, don't. No. <laughs> it's probably going to happen now. <laughs> you fucking jinxed everybody, man. Oh, no. There's a lot of hinderers out there who are going to they're be hinder happy about They're this. hindering gender. Don't hinder my gender. Why the fuck does that sound like something Val Venus would say about the big Valboski? The, the Valbossa? The oh. Valboski? Yeah, Val he's the Valboski. The, the Veloz. He's the Valboski, but his dick is the, like, Valbossa or something like that. Like, the big Kielbasa. I think he calls it the Valbossa or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Good old Val Venus. Okay. I'd love to see Val Venus versus Shinsuke Nakamura. I'd like to see Val Venus versus Joey Ryan. Choppy, choppy, uh, pee, pee? Maybe, maybe it takes place in uh, Val Venus's head shop that he has out. No, is it Colorado or California? Why are we talking about a head shop with Val Venus? Because Al Snow doesn't have one. He has a wrestling academy and OVW. No, but a head shop. Yeah, a head shop. You know, what does everybody want? 
What does everybody need? No. He does. He owns a marijuana store. Who Val does? Venus. Does he really? Look it up. He owns a he owns a marijuana store. Oh, huh, that's interesting, actually. I don't know if it's in Colorado or California, but he does. I remember reading that on one of the uh, Where Are They Now Wrestlers things that I read a while ago on the internet. Oh, good God, folks. But yeah, while he's looking this up. Arizona. Arizona. I didn't know it was legal there. I mean, it's more or less going to be legal anywhere in the next couple. Well, I mean, it's desert country, too. I don't imagine there's a whole lot of uh, rules. They don't say smoke them if you got them in Arizona. It has to do with water because water, 25 cents a sip almost out there in the desert. Yeah. Out in Death Valley. From Death Valley. And then later on, Houston, Texas, and then Death Valley again. Yep. Yep. That's continuity for you. That's continuity for you, and we're going to have to do some continuity straight into preparing for the radio show, so we are going to have to take a little bit of a break, but you can, well, I guess you won't be able to listen to this at 6 p.m., but you will be able to hear our thoughts on the Hell in a Cell. Hell in a Cell. We're going to be talking the big, the, we're going to be previewing that. We're going to be talking about the big C4 show tomorrow night, season 12 premieres with Capital City Championship Combat. Something, the beyond, I think, is what it's called. I can't remember. Sorry, Mark, don't kill me, please. And all of you indie guys out there who might be watching some ICW, some Defiant Pro, maybe a little uh, New Japan, maybe a little All Japan, we got Mike Bailey in town, folks. Mike Bailey, that's right, is going to be facing off Eli Everfly. The guy who's so short, he could look like my little brother. He's so short, he shaves with a ladder, folks. That's all! Ba-da-ba-ba-da-ba-ba. 